Nowadays, introducing the original Blood Clad Podcast not PS. Sold in semantic. Special dedication all the way from New York. Boom! Yeah, man, SWOT semantic. Yeah, man, now. Boom! Sold in semantic. Yeah, man, now. Big ups to the man now. Sold in semantic. On another episode of Soothing Semantics, I am your host, Rafael Pinsky. It's like half, it sounds half Spanish, and then then it goes Polish. <laughs> so, on this evening, on this Sunday evening, post-Halloween, we have a guest. The one, the only, Karina. <laughs> How's it going, Karina? How you doing? Hi, I'm How doing you? great. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm doing pretty. Uh, give me a British word that sounds. What do you mean, British word? Well, you always kind of do like a Britishish, Britishish accent. Uh, you could not just force it. It's well, just force it. It's just got to happen. It's been a fantabulous, fantabulous <laughs> afternoon here. So, Karina, today we are discussing. A sacrifice. Sacrifice. And why you would decide to sacrifice certain aspects of your life in exchange for another. You know, it's hard to take you seriously you if you to. talk like you that. I'll get serious <laughs> real quick, though. Okay. Let's do So. <laughs> so, tell the crew, tell the fans, tell the posse, tell the crowd, tell the gang why you sacrifice why you make sacrifices and what those sacrifices are you have the floor the floor is yours thank you thank you so much mm. is um it's a very nice floor. happy moment of my it's life a nice floor too isn't it yeah very clean so mm. thank you thank you um, i'm opt <laughs> um i'm really happy to be here uh thank you so much for the opportunity um I do want to speak a little bit, not only about my life, but I do want to refer to other people that are going through things at a moment. And it's interesting because we started with the word sacrifice. Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all have made sacrifices in our lives at some point. Uh, sometimes we don't even realize what those sacrifices are until we sit down and we we dwell on the things, the actions, and even the words that we have said because sometimes we even make the sacrifice of being nice to someone. It's not called being a hypocrite. It's called being nice. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it is a sacrifice when being nice towards someone that you don't want to really be nice to. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it all comes down to everything that you truly believe in. Like me, for example, I, I love to make people feel happy. I love everyone to feel welcome in my presence. Why? Because I've had a life of loneliness. And it has happened to me a lot that I do get to a group of people and I don't feel so welcome. So I always make the sacrifice, although I'm not the kind of person to just be so open to, to meeting someone new. Mm -hmm. So I just made the sacrifice for that other person. And sometimes you just got to get uncomfortable 
just so you can make someone happy. Now, there's levels. Though. Well, how do you? Well, what are you sacrificing when you say you, I'm making the sacrifice for the other person? What are you saying? Like, what exactly does that mean? Yeah, when you instead of putting your feelings or your wishes first, you think of the other person, and I feel like what that's one of the things that many people fail to do in relationships as well. Uh, but I try to do it in a social circle. So give me an example of something that you would do. Okay, so let's say, for example, like since we are in the friendship uh, kind of topic, I often do this thing that if I'm with a group of friends and they are actually my friends, it's, it's my group, and someone new comes in or one of the guys get a girlfriend, you know, I always try to make that one girl feel welcome. Now, naturally, I am not like that. I'm like about my friends and that's it because that's my people. That's who I'm hanging out with. Mm -hmm. But I do understand the, the newcomer's feelings. And I understand the, the uncomfortableness of being new somewhere. So many of us, I will say, we tend to shy away from the group just because it's not in a setting, a group of people that we truly know. So that's what I try to do the most. Mm -hmm. I made my sacrifice by making that person feel welcome the most. But I mean, that's not the only sacrifice I make, but I feel like that's a sacrifice that we all should try at least to make every now and then because we are very unconscious of other people's feelings and we are very selfish and we forget about what others truly feel. So I think that's, that's one of the most important sacrifices we make towards other people. And let's say in, in a way helping humanity, society, if you put it like that. Mm -hmm. okay yeah it's nice it's definitely something that uh i find myself doing that it really depends sometimes i do sometimes i don't but there, there are definitely times where i notice somebody's new in a group and i i really try to make them feel comfortable uh, i i like to have very deep conversation so sometimes it's, i i really enjoy doing it yeah. and it's it kind of kills two birds with one stone because i know that the person now feels more involved in the group because i'm talking to them and I also enjoy it. It's like, oh, wow, this person's actually very interesting. So this is this is great. It's not even a burden for me. But here's one thing that happens, though. Only one? Or there's like, do you have a two? <laughs> there's a few. There's always a few. But like the one that came up to my mind right now, you know. <laughs> we, just, we just opened Pandora's box. Yes. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> so when you make this connection with this new person and you're in a group setting, the person is not going to instantly open up to everybody. Mm-hmm. A person may feel comfortable, but it's going to feel comfortable with you. That person is not going to feel comfortable with everybody because what other people are not giving the same chances that you are giving to that person. So at the end of the day, it really, it really depends because that's why I say it's a sacrifice that we should all try to make every now and then, mm -hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, honestly, I have never really gotten any bad results from doing it. You do get to meet other people and you do get to see other points of view about life and you get to learn even from that person because there's a world out there and people are doing great things that you don't even know about. And we're just blocking those, pos those possibilities because of being so close-minded and not allowing people in. Yeah, you can't really lose out from that. The only thing you're losing is time. Like if you're not really, if they're not really entertaining, you're not enjoying their company, then you can go and talk to somebody else in the group. Mm -hmm. So that's tough to do. I think a lot of people don't want to be that person. 
because it takes uh, it takes time. If you're with a group of ten people and you know all nine of those people, or, or rather eight of those people, because you're the ninth, <laughs> and there's another person that just joined, most people are like, eh, I'll get to know them eventually. We'll go. We'll if they hang out with us enough, by default, we'll we'll get to know them. And then there's usually that one or two people. There's that one that person or two that is more proactive and says, hey, you know, I really want them to feel. Yeah. And that's where Karina steps in. <laughs> Karina's like, listen. So I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was also thinking on a deeper level. When we talk about sacrifice, what comes to mind for me is the idea that you can't do everything at all times. With that, What I mean by that is you always have to make a choice at every given second of the day as to whether you're going to do one thing or another and it could be one thing or another or another 10 things but with that being said a lot of the time you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do that you'd rather you'd rather do those five other things but the sacrifice is that you know that that thing is the best thing for you to do for various reasons it's the most productive it'll give you the most value in the long run it's the healthiest option so Sacrifice can be social sacrifice where you have to study for an exam instead of going out with your friends. It's you should be eating that cauliflower, uh, rice, cauliflower, whatever it is, <laughs> cauliflower dip instead or, or salad instead of the pizza. Yeah. And those are all sacrifices. But ultimately, uh, since we mentioned social, uh, I find it interesting where. I want to hear your your opinion on this. I'm just going to like make it make it uh, relatively quick. When you're looking to accomplish something, there's there's going to be a ton of sacrifice. You can't make time for your friends when there's a lot you're looking to do in on the business end of things or on even if it isn't necessarily business but a hobby. If you're working to become an Olympic figure skater, you can't spend a lot of time with friends. You're going to have to put away a significant amount of time to figure skating. So it's a massive sacrifice. I don't think this yeah. is anything people don't know, but it's uh, it's 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 very hard. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. that to me is called purposeful um, selfishness sacrifice. Does that make sense? Selfishness, I like. Yeah, sometimes Purpose, you sometimes you have to be purposeful selfishness. Because you're being selfish because of something that is important for you. Because it's good to be good to other people. It's very important to put people in a certain place where they feel welcome. Uh, But it's also very, very important in order for you to know where you stand in life. And you have to make the decision to give away or to step back whenever you have something important going on in your life that is going to make you grow. Like, it's funny that you mention it because I am actually going through a lot right now. I do work a full-time job. And on top of that, I'm going to school full-time. So I, I truly have no time. You want to give people an idea of what you do for work in, in school? Oh, yes, of course. So um, right now, I'm an online uh, licensed agent. Basically, means I can sell any kind of insurance there possibly is because I also have a secondary license that allows me to sell uh, live and uh, variable annuities. So it's, 
it's a little bit different. Um, but at the end of the day, I can still use those licenses. Um, so that's what I do for a mm -hmm. living. What I do for school, I'm trying to become a teacher. Um, how did I end up trying to become a teacher? It's very funny because I'm, I'm a person that I go for it. You know, so I decide one thing and I don't stop until I accomplish it. And that's where the sacrifices come in. And that's why I feel like I have such a close uh, group of friends. Because trying to accomplish so many things in life has put me in a position in which I have to leave my social life behind in order for me to be able to accomplish these things. So... I have gotten to the point that I don't really mind anymore. I have encountered myself with many friends that are very temporary. Because we live in a society in which if you don't make that person your priority, they're not your friends. You are not their friends. They don't consider you well enough or good enough for their friendship mm -hmm. just because you don't make that time. But in reality, you have to learn how to let those people go. Because that is the kind of selfishness that I'm trying to stay away from. Because that selfishness is not really helping anybody. You got to be understanding towards those people around you. If they have a goal, instead of just thinking, oh, let's go to party. Let's do this. Let's do that. Oh, you don't want to go? Okay, I'm not inviting you anymore. And they just decide to get mad about it. Instead of doing so, be supportive. Yeah, like even in social media, we have so many of people trying to grow their business like i have a friend that she she has a clothing store and she promotes it on on instagram it's it's called closet 27 closet with a k and check it out yes <laughs> why not marketing baby exactly what's your name her, my her name hmm? yeah like my friend my friend's name is india and that's india. that's the name of her business india yeah. i got you <laughs> okay it's funny because i was just hanging out with her oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um like you have these people trying to create a business looking for support and what do we do instead of helping those friends of ours instead of helping them promote their business we go ahead and we start promoting famous people businesses like kylie jenner's lipsticks that girl has millions and millions of dollars so why are we supporting people that although they do need it in a certain way we choose to give priority to those who don't even know about us you know so, so true but that's how that's how human nature works because yeah so many people aren't happy with the way their lives are going and I mean, I don't really know why people are funding, uh, not to say that she shouldn't be successful. Congratulations. Good for yeah, her. Of awesome. But then when people are just giving her, f when people are giving her free money, I think was that, that was going on. I, I, I'm pretty sure people were just sending her money to help her. I could be total bogus. I don't want to just, I don't, I don't I'm going to retract that. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this out because I could be very well wrong. I could very well be wrong. Point. The fact of the matter is business is business. And what I mean by that is. A lot of it is unfair and everyone should have an opportunity, but I mean, it's, it's like you mentioned, you mentioned with fame, you mentioned, for instance, Kylie Jenner, 
she gets all this popularity. She gets all this attention when she doesn't even know most of the people that are giving her that attention. And, and you know, so, yeah, it's kind of like with celebrities. That's why I never understand when people get so crazy about meeting that celebrity. And there are certain people I'd love to meet, but I don't really care. Like if I if I knew that there was a celebrity two blocks down and I could have met him or her, but I didn't get a chance, I'm not going to sit there and, and complain about it. <laughs> Some people are like, I can't believe I missed him. Yeah. Oh, I want to know he's my favorite actor. All right, so you did it. You missed him. I don't know. I don't, I don't see the. I don't see the huge deal in it. Yeah, I, I actually don't see it either. Mm. Uh, maybe it's because of the fact that I have never ever met a cele- celebrity. But I think it's just does that unconsciousness within us of oh, they have so much money, you know. Oh, everybody knows this person. If they become my friends or they even think of me, if they follow me, then I'm going to get some of that. And then we're, we're looking just to get something out of everything that we do. Every person we meet, which is not always bad. Mm-hmm. But why do we become so obnoxious and intense about someone who doesn't really even know that we exist? You yeah, see? They couldn't care less. It I, know. I think a lot of it is... Uh, is a lack of uh, fulfillment with with one's own life. Mm. I mentioned this on a much earlier podcast, but I think that's true. People who fangirl or fanboy over over famous people and they they're like obsessed with them are people that I think are, are lacking enough fulfillment in their life. There's nothing wrong with being ex- extremely interested in in a certain athlete or, or actor or whatever. You can do that. You can admire them, sure. And honestly, do it whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but I just find it strange that people are so fixated on somebody that that couldn't care less if they, you know. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, And I've never been that person, honestly. But what happens is that we're all looking for something and we lack a lot of self-identity nowadays. And I feel that they kind of find some identity in that person. So since you since they don't know who they are or who they want to be, probably they try to just mimic this person just because they feel like they got it all together just because someone has been able to accomplish their goals up to a certain point does not mean that they got it together it just means that they put a little bit of extra effort the effort that you are actually missing but you could actually obtain it as well just by doing what it requires which is going back to the sacrifice we want to live all this lavish life we want to have everything it takes but we don't want to put the effort Mm. we don't want to go to the sacrifice zone Mm. and we need to Mm. we need to sacrifice like i have like i told you before i have lost friends because i've decided to do what's best for me instead of just you know following them i used to party like for two months i party every single weekend now i've never been a party I've done girl that for a lot longer than two two months oh yeah <laughs> well the thing about me is that i don't drink alcohol so uh Why? i don't I'm like being it sarcastic <laughs> nothing wrong with that no 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 but i'm telling you it's like i lasted partying for two months And then I started drifting away from my friends. Why? Because there was something inside of me that was just screaming out for help, for accomplishment, because I was not accomplishing anything. Absolutely. Well, when you don't drink in this society, you will lose a lot of friends. 
Oh my like goodness! Most, most people. Let me tell you a story. Most people. Most people. Their, they make their a big social deal. life. No, but look, their social life is is almost always about drinking. A lot of the time when I go out, I drink. You know, I I can proudly say that I'm not a big drinker. I had periods where I was for sure in college and high school, but even now on weekends, like, uh, and I haven't really been going out for a while now on weekends. I, I go out, I hang out with people, but I don't go out and, yeah. you know, it's COVID anyway, but I'm not going out and getting whatever. It's very mellow if I go out. But uh, people have a very hard time understanding a person that doesn't drink. Yeah. I have a friend who used to drink heavily when we were younger and for the past, going on two years, hasn't had a drink, has oh. not had a drink and people meet him. And they just, they feel like they can't relate. <laughs> but that's what's so strange about our, about society now is that we can do things without having alcohol in our body. But it's uh, it's so funny. Yeah. And like, they tend to be very close-minded. Mm -hmm. instead, instead of being like, that's good. I accept you as it is. Because we need to learn how to accept people with their flaws. And that is not even a flaw. That's just a personal characteristic. Not everybody not has to do. Not, not drinking is not a flaw. I know. <laughs> it's like, hey, I could be lit without drinking. I, mm -hmm. I always say I get drunk with water. That's that's my that's how. Yeah, I, you're na you're naturally more you're naturally kind of drunk, which is great. Yeah. So I always say I have a drunk person's personality. Mm -hmm. You do, yeah. You definitely do. <laughs> no, but yeah, and and it's just so funny because um, up to now, I have never really had an experience with friends in which my non-drinking alcohol has been an issue why because i'm naturally like that i'm i'm naturally open i i love dancing you know so i can well fit in into a group of drunk people except mm -hmm. for the fact that i they, sometimes people get aggressive and stuff i don't get aggressive uh, but yeah and i've been able to fit in just fine but it did happen to me once though uh that i did went out on a blind date with this guy and we get to the place and he's like oh so i'm gonna order some drinks and i'm like i'm sorry but i i don't drink alcohol but i could drink water and he's like oh you don't drink alcohol then i don't think this is gonna happen i'm like excuse me he's like no this is not gonna work i'm like okay then goodbye and just like I'm, that I'm, i'm gonna be very honest with you though i don't i don't know if i would at this point date somebody that didn't that never drink anything I'm not against it. I'm definitely pro, but I'm not sure if if I do like the idea of having wine with a, with a woman occasionally. I like to be able. It's n by no means a necessity, and I don't even care if it would be once every month. But yeah, it's I do. For me, drinking is something that I appreciate. Mm -hmm. So having a nice glass of wine, having a little bit of whiskey, having a beer every now and then, I enjoy that very much. So. Uh, that definitely, I do hear where he's coming from. I think it sounds like he came on very strongly, but, oh, yeah. but he was also pretty straightforward. He didn't want to waste your time or his time. Which I appreciated yeah. at the end of the day, you know, but it's just being that close minded. Why can't we not just accept someone for who they are? Well, I don't know if he, that's, do you think that's close minded or that's just something that's important to him? Why would alcohol, something that could potentially kill you? Well, not in, well, not if you have it in moderation. I mean, come on. You're making the whole center of why I'm not even giving a chance to this woman the alcohol. 
some people for some people it's important like for some people it's you know as you go out on a date a lot of things do involve you know you go to a nice dinner a birthday um you know just uh, it's romantic having wine is a romantic thing why does it matter uh like what i'm having that's that's my question why would it be an issue why it's it's not a fact affecting your body is it's not changing your body is is mine so no, either wine it's a compatibility thing comp you know you can become <laughs> compatible of like like so many things that you can have compatible with someone so many things mm. other than just the simple fact of sipping wine or not You're you're coming from a very logical place, but I don't think the guy is necessarily wrong either. It's one thing if he was like, "Oh well, you don't do meth, <laughs> screw that." Like, oh, you don't you run around the neighborhood naked, can't date you. Like I, I said, is, acceptance I think, though. I think this is reasonable. I'll be honest with you. Okay. I think it's reasonable. I think you both of you have points. I don't mm -hmm. think he's wrong. You know, there are some guys that wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. There are some guys that would. If he was like, oh, well, you don't drink every night, then I'm not doing it, I think that would be a little nuts. Yeah. But if he says, well, hey, you know, like I said, I, I enjoy having a drink, especially with someone I'm dating. Yeah, it's, 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 it's nice to get a little loose with your spouse or, well, I've never been married, but <laughs> th that, still, I'm sure any married person can attest to that. It's nice. It's nice to have a night in and get a little, get a little loose, you know. So I get it. But uh, it's definitely not for everybody. Some people prioritize it some people don't i guess it's just my my specific characteristic or trait that i'm very independent hmm. anything that makes me otherwise i try to eliminate it from my life because what at the moment that you rely on something you're no longer yourself you belong to that one thing so that moment when you start relying on alcohol in order for you to be able to be happy with someone you belong to that specific thing i don't know I if it's that like extreme that. though i think i think there's a middle ground i do think so because i don't see why not just give it a try why you gotta allow something to define it's like the alcohol was making the decision for him you see but like i said before oh no, no, i don't know karina i hear where you're coming from i just don't know if it's that extreme i mean you can't see where i'm where, where he's coming from at all oh no no i do see it yeah, i do I, see I'll it. Be, i don't know if i disagree no, with the guy no no i see it i see it and i totally understand mm -hmm. if no i would have been like oh please just stay i'll drink some alcohol for you no but i didn't no that's not something you should you shouldn't have change no. your your moral well, morals but yeah no, who that, I am. That's not, i don't think he even expected you to do that well i, I don't, don't know, know. The guy, i don't know exactly what is it that he wanted mm -hmm. but he was straight up expecting me to drink alcohol well yeah most people do exactly. drink alcohol so it's you know so um i it was never a situation that i really cared about The only reason why I really brought it up, it was because of the topic. You know, I felt like it fit in the the conversation. But it's not something that I allow to affect me. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that whomever comes into my life tries to change or tries to make me feel bad or not accept me because of something I do not do mm -hmm. should be my life at all. And that's another problem that that I often find that we people have. We are very much into pleasing other people up to the certain point.
point or the extent that we will even give up who we are to make that one person accept us. It always backfires though. Always, always backfires. Does. Because always... you cannot keep up the fake. Yeah. No one can just keep up the fake. No one no one respects it either. Everyone nobody will will respect somebody that doesn't have their own opinions, views, um who doesn't act in their own way. When you have a celebrity, the saddest thing when you have, when you see any celebrity and you see tons of people copying that person to a T, wearing their sneakers, getting their hair cut, uh, getting the same tattoos, you know, wearing the same clothing, speaking the same way. It gets to a point where it's like, "Buddy, don't you have your own personality?" And some people don't. They just don't love themselves enough and would prefer to be There are people who if you ask them If they could switch places with that person, they wouldn't even hesitate. They'd be like, hell yeah. You know sad. what's funny, though? It's really fucking sad. You know what's funny? If if that person could switch lives with that famous person for a day, they wouldn't last. First of all, because That's the so people true. that have gotten to where they're at at the moment is because of all their hard work and sacrifice. So you cannot just well, be expected to be... Some people... Some people I mean, some people got like got it easy, yeah. but come on. Most people, yeah. Come on, let's say I I just cannot imagine even Donald Trump. He was given a few millions, yeah, to get his business started, but like every young person, reckless, you know, with all this money on his hands, he could have just blown it out. How many people don't just win the lotto? That's a, that's what I and say. And in two weeks, have nothing. You gotta be smart. You are either educated with that mentality or you are not. And that's a mentality that you have to grow eventually. Yeah, people give them a lot of shit for that. It's funny. It's like, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Getting a couple of million dollars to start a business is huge. As he says, huge. I know. It's huge. <laughs> it is. Huge America is huge. <laughs> huge. It is. But like you said, tons of people grow up wealthy And are, and are either given the money directly or they have the money in a trust fund. There's plenty of money in the parents' bank. If they needed to start a business, their, their dad, their mother would throw the money at them. Trump is, near, is by far not the only person in that predicament. He used the money. We're not here to talk politics and whether you like him, whether you don't. So, so no one cares. Point is, no, well, you know, point is he took, he was given a nice amount of money. He used it. He, he grew the money and he is where he is. And that's it. And like you said, tons of people are, are win the not tons of people, but a very select yeah. few people win millions of dollars in a lottery, and they piss it away, and they and they they don't have anything. So, it it, it really all comes down to to mindset and valuing money. And we're not here. It's not money isn't the point here, but it's really about taking something and 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 developing it and mm -hmm. growing it, as opposed to complaining that you do or don't have it. So, you know, there's there's abundance everywhere. There's plenty of everything. Yeah. I mean, there are there are some. You know, obviously, if we get really deep, yeah, some countries don't have enough food. Yada yada yada. But if we're talking from an American standpoint, there's really nothing that we don't have, and it's just about understanding that there's plenty of food to go around. There's plenty of money to go around. There's plenty of clothing to go around. There are plenty of dateable people to go around. There's plenty of everything as long as you have the attitude that it's available and that all you have to do is put in extra effort, uh, more effort than your average person. And eventually you'll most likely get it. And if you don't get that thing, you'll, you'll get something else as long as you keep yeah. giving it a, giving it a go. Mm -hmm. 
But yet we decide to just stay still in the same place mm-hmm. and keep on with the same uh, ways. What do I mean by that? There's plenty of everything in this world. We're mm. very blessed to be in this country. Mm. But yet we decide to stay in the same position. We don't take advantage of the opportunities that we are given. Mm-hmm. And we just sit on a couch in McDonald's and we are not taking care of ourselves. So why are we not making that change? Why are we not making that sacrifice? Why are we trying to be someone that we're not? Even when that one person that we're trying to imitate or be like doesn't even know who they are. How many artists don't just go through a depression daily? Suicide. Mm. Famous people committing suicide. Why are we trying to be like them? Mm. Instead of imitating who they are physically, we should start trying to imitate their hard work. Now, that would be a change. That would be an actual change. Because you could be given every opportunity in this world, but if you don't know how to work to maintain it, it's going to be so vague. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to make sense at all. Yeah, we just, we just got to work on that more. Like, and I'm not even speaking to the audience or you whatsoever. I'm just speaking in general. You know, to whomever feels like this is going to be good enough for you, like you need it at this moment. Just, you know, give it a go. Find your own self. That's, that's all it takes. Giving mm-hmm. up whatever distracts you from that one goal that you have put in your life. Now, I have accomplished a few things in life. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not like this major accomplisher. You know, I had to fall many many times in order to be able to accomplish a few little things Mm. i have to fall and that's what happens with us Mm. that we are way too afraid to fall because we think that we're not going to be able to stand up but so many people have done it why cannot you know take Mm. just the the leap of faith the little jump so it's Mm -hmm. just like you know, I've decided to make a few changes in my life. And are, the changes that I've made in my life are because of the things that I've been through. Like, I mean, emotionally at least. So it's like, we either made the sacrifice or we don't. But there's no halfway through. You either end up becoming someone in life or you don't. Mm-hmm. But it all goes down to the amount of work and sacrifice that you put into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think some people don't want to put that stress. It's it. That's the, uh, the, the, uh, the interesting thing about it is, is just most people would they think it's just easier not to have to deal with all this headache. Mm-hmm. It's draining, man. You probably have people listening to my episodes and like, we get it, man. You're motivated. You have dreams. Shut up already. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit. Well, if you don't give a shit, you don't have to listen to it. But anyway, <laughs> but. Uh, this, no, this, but you know what? I'm going to interrupt up, you there. Interrupt me. Because they say, I don't give a shit. But let me tell you something. Eventually, it is going to get to you. Yeah, yeah. Realize it or not. At 40. Believe it or not. crisis. It's going to hit you. Hmm. It's going to hit you. When you hear people constantly saying, oh, I accomplished this. I'm so happy I got this grade on my essay. When you hear other people doing great things for themselves, it makes you question what you're doing for yourself. Want it or not, hate it or love it. Mm-hmm. 
it's gonna help you out. Mm. The more you brag about the good things that you have accomplished, that by all means brag about it because it takes a lot of work to get anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. Is gonna help other people, even though they might hate you at the moment for speaking so much about it. They usually hate it if they're not doing it. Like, I mean, the, <laughs> most people, I've seen this before, I'm, I'm taking this. Most of the time, people who have a lot of hate on people who are accomplishing are generally just people who aren't doing it themselves. When somebody's very goal driven and they see somebody else that's just talking about their accomplishments or doing, they don't. They're pre- they're just happy for them. They're like, okay, great, dude. You're doing what you're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. That's awesome. Let's meet. Let's talk about it. Let's build off each other. It's usually the people sitting at home eating Cheetos, and and doing absolutely nothing who have a lot of hate because, you know, it's easy. It's easy to do that. Ah, uh, who do they think they are? It's that person again with his his workout video and his his uh, muscles. His, yeah, <laughs> and his working out. Who does he think he is? What a loser. What's the point? What a waste of time. Why? Uh, Another guy with a podcast, another asshole making a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm another asshole making a podcast. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. uh-uh. You know, and I love it. And I love it. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say I don't care at all what people think because I'm human. There are some times where it's, you know, where it, it doesn't always feel great. I, I can't say that uh, that it happens to me often. It really doesn't. Maybe, who knows? Maybe people say things behind my back. I'm sure it, <laughs> it happens to everybody. Yeah. But as long as I don't know about it. No, I mean, it's not ideal. It would be nice if no one did, but that's life. No one's going to no go through life without. If you, if you make some sort of an impact, you do something different or extra, so to speak, there's always going to be somebody sitting there like, <laughs> hating on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what do you think you're doing? Podcast. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. No. And, that's, uh, and then when you get to a point of not giving a shit, it's, it's, it's nice. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's gotten to, to a point for me at least that I just decided not to give a shit about absolutely anything other than myself and my goals. Thank you for, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Karina, I had a wonderful, wonderful uh, time uh, yeah. having you on the episode. Thank you for sharing yeah. the valuable uh, knowledge and uh, not caring what people think. Knowing, knowing how to say no, staying disciplined, working on your goals. Very impressive. Keep doing your thing. Keep being positive. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for another episode of Soothing Semantics. I'm your host, Rafi Pinsky. Until next time. Ciao. <laughs>